Real Presence Live. To be patient to share Christ, but to be urgent, you know, just take advantage of that opportunity, that open door, that little bit of trust. Local. When we're truly and fully alive as Catholic, we have hearts that are actually that desire the good of the civil order. Engaging. But I have to start the day off by saying, you know, Father God, I offer myself to you to do with me as you wish. Live. There is a human longing for beautiful things and traditions. And if these aren't found in the church, people will seek them elsewhere. Good morning. Welcome to all of you there out in Radio Land. This is Father Mike Malloy um, coming to you from Rapid City, South Dakota on Real Presence Live. And I'm here with my good friend and fellow announcer, and his name is... Andy Shaw. Good morning, Father. Good to have you with us. It's great to see you once again. It's you been bet. a fun week for us. Uh, National Catholic Schools Week, a great week all across the nation. Yes, we've had a great time with that. Um, we had our uh, men in black basketball game on Monday night, and they had excellent color commentary on that one. <laughs> that was, you did a great job. <laughs> you did a great job. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So. It was a lot of fun. And one, one of the greatest parts of every day uh, when we get to have this opportunity to start the show is to begin in prayer and we're blessed to be joined by one of our students miss cronin good morning good morning good morning how, how, how are, are you? you today i'm wonderful today it's good to see you would you mind starting us all off in prayer okay. um, we're going to be praying a prayer to saint john bosco whose feast is today and we'll begin in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen, amen. oh glorious saint john bosco who in order to lead young people to the feet of the divine master and to mold them in the light of faith and Christian morality, did give heroically sacrifice thyself to the very end of thy life, and did set up a proper religious institute destined to endure and to bring the farthest boundaries of the earth thy glorious work. Obtain also for us from our Lord a holy love for young people who are exposed to so many seductions in order that we may generously spend ourselves in supporting them against the snares of the devil in keeping them safe from the dangers of the world, and in guiding them, pure and holy, in the path that leads us to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. 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 Thank you, awesome. dear. Awesome. Go have an awesome day, and thanks yeah. for all you do for our school. You bet. Good to have you with us. Well, now we have a big show coming up. Uh, Gregory is joining us now from headquarters. Good morning, Gregory. Hi, Gregory. Good morning, guys. How are you? I am pretty good this morning. A little cold, but other than that, pretty good. Yeah, pretty chilly everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it was like 64 below on Tuesday here, so. That's not bad. <laughs> no, yeah, I hope everybody's good. safe in this. It's a tough time, but some warmer weather is on the way, and how about what's on the way for the show? So coming up this morning, it's Straight Talk with Father Michael Malloy from 9.30 to 10, so you can all start thinking up your questions for Father, and then be ready to call in or post them on Facebook. And St. John's Academy in, Nor in Jamestown, North Dakota, is building for the future. Uh, their principal will talk about what it means to build knowledge and faith within each student and build a community of faith and build a space in which all of this can happen. And Fridays are celebrated boldly in our, in our culture, but in our faith, each Friday reminds us of Christ's death. First Fridays are particularly special and have devotions associated with them. The Diocese of Duluth's Father Joel Hastings will tell us more about the importance of taking advantage of these great opportunities. All this and much more coming up this morning. Awesome, Gregory. Thank you. Sounds no good. Problem. Sounds like a great show, and it kind of fits well with our um, National Catholic Schools Week. It does. Um, so it kind of uh, includes. 
it's been, some of those points. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun here in the Rapid City Catholic School System and at St. Thomas More, like Father, you mentioned the Men in Black game the other night. We had the All Systems Mass, which is one of my favorite things we do yeah. every year. Um, and so exciting stuff that, that happens this week and, and just a friendly and a great reminder of, of really what we are about and what we can do. Yes. It's nice that we can still pray. Yes, you're absolutely right. We mentioned that at the game, it was nice that we could begin the basketball game with prayer. Right. That was a blessing. So, um, And today, it was. it's interesting, we have the Feast of St. John Bosco. Mm-hmm. We had the beautiful prayer about him and uh, that his whole life and his whole ministry was geared toward taking care of the young, especially young boys mm-hmm. who were poor and disadvantaged in the city of Turin. And I've had the privilege of being in the the church that um, bears his name and the head, I believe the headquarters of the Salesians, at least oh. in Italy, and um, truly remarkable man uh, he was and uh, somebody uh, important for us to emulate in our life yeah. today, and especially as we try to reach out and take care of the young people. It's important. Um, it's very important. We need yeah. to do that. We need to, we need to strive for it. I haven't been to Italy, Father, but I have been to Aberdeen, South Dakota. You have, yeah. There's a difference. There's a little bit of a difference there. <laughs> There's some good food though in Aberdeen. I can I tell you that. Listen, Italy has great food I know. too. <laughs> so I'm eating well there. We're going to go to Aberdeen now. Uh, we're, we're blessed to be joined by Tim. Is it Weiss, Tim? It's Weiss. It, yes, Weiss. Yeah. Good morning, Tim. Good um, morning. How are you this morning? I'm I'm doing wonderful. Uh, great. A little cool here as well, but uh, we're we're surviving. Yeah, it's cold there. <laughs> but Tim, Tim is the president of the Ron Colley Catholic School System, and uh, Tim, we have we have a good great partnership here with St. Thomas More and you guys in a lot of events, and um, so it's great to have you on with us this morning. Thank you. Yes, great to be here. You're at Ron Colley now, but where else have you been? Uh, well, uh, actually, I was at Ron Colley earlier, but here's how it all panned out. I went to Northern State University, and and I and went on board with the Aberdeen Public Schools first. And uh, taught and was an administrator there from what uh, 1987 to 95, I think. No, till 2000. That's when I I took a job as the principal here. At, <clears throat> excuse me, a principal here at Ron Colley. Um, stayed for one year, then I took an odd jump. Um, I went into sales. Went. Uh, I left education for 17 years. It's a bit of an interesting career path, but. Uh, after those 17 years, I came back to Roncalli as president of Roncalli. So um, hmm. a little odd path there, but that, that's how it went. Yeah, that, that, that is an interesting journey. So uh, a lot of people who leave education don't come back. So, um, Tim, in, in coming, uh, coming back then to, to uh, Aberdeen and to Roncalli, what did you notice that was different about the community? Well, you know, uh, I met my wife at Northern State here in Aberdeen. I uh, was married. We had five kids, so I started our family here in Aberdeen. So, uh, you know, we really liked what Aberdeen had to offer when we left, and that's really what pulled us back. So in terms of the differences, um, essentially it's the same. Um, uh, as, as we left, obviously you have the 17 years difference with regards to the city, but in terms of Roncalli, it was still the special place it was when we left it. Um, so that, that was really one of the main reasons why we came back. Okay. So um, tell us a little bit about the atmosphere that you encounter in this school system and maybe how that is different from um, other experiences you've had. You know, I've had an opportunity in my, when I left education, I, I walked into many buildings. Um, and I, I was in school fundraising, so I was a fundraising consultant and, and had the opportunity to walk in hundreds of different schools. Um, I, I tell you what, 
I notice when I walk into Roncalli, I there's just a sense that this is a system that really cares about kids. Um, there's a sense of family when you walk in the doors, um, and and it's really it's a system it, whose mission is to nurture nurture its students in the mind, body, and soul, and and I think that's it. It really holds to that very well. It, uh, very, it's a great system to walk in. You just feel that when you walk into the school building. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm Andy Shaw along with Father Michael Malloy. We're coming to you live from St. Thomas More High School in the Diocese of Rapid City, and we're blessed to be joined this morning uh, by, with, from Aberdeen by phone with Tim Weiss. And uh, We're talking education. We're talking Catholic schools. It is National Catholic Schools Week. Many may know uh, what STEM stands for, science, technology, engineering, and math. And now there's a, it's exciting for the Catholic schools. A new, it's STREAM. We're adding the R and the A in there for religion and arts. Uh, how is Stream advanced, and, and what are you guys doing there, Tim? When I left 17 years ago, that wasn't even being talked about. Um, mm-hmm. In my absence, uh, Jeff Simmons, who actually is has moved out to Sturgis since I've taken his place, and but he he did a wonderful thing here. He he really put an emphasis on Stream, and uh, you know we have the I think the only I, I can't say this for sure, but we are a, a fully trained K through 12 staff here. Here at Roncalli, um, it's really one of our um, it's one of our bright shining stars of of what what goes on in this school building uh, with the fully trained staff. Uh, it's it's not just um, uh, a place where teachers go for enrichment activities. It's actually a class, um, and by the way, it's it's a very popular class simply because it yeah it it takes uh, it forces kids and or students to really put things in a real world perspective. Uh, they're problem solving, and and uh, as you said, we added the religion and the arts to it, which just enhanced it even more. Okay, this is someone who doesn't know a whole lot about education, and I'm I'm lost in the conversation. So help me in the <laughs> I'm sure a few of our listeners <laughs> to understand exactly what you're talking about about this thing called stream. It it really uh, it focuses in on just what those letters mean: science, technology. Uh, religion, um, engineering, engineering, math, and and the arts, and and what happens is is it takes almost a real world problem. The kids will take a uh, a problem, and they'll have to problem solve with it. As an example, um, all the way in terms of engineering, uh, we have three D printers in there. We have uh, a lot of technology where they're developing um, artificial intelligence and and uh, writing code for it. Uh, they're, sol- they're using their math skills, they're using their science skills, all in, in what I say, real-world problems. So it's really exciting for the kids and, and gets them prepared for um, what's, what's to greet them when they leave the school. It's really a great concept um, because it adds the religion and the, and the arts. Okay, so this is a class they can take? Yes. It's an enrichment class, yeah. It's yep. an enrichment class. Got it. Okay, I was I was missing that piece. And, so, thank one you. of the neat things about it, uh, Tim, right, is is how they're learning to work together. They might not all. It's a consensus, and 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 having to have that team atmosphere on a m- major project that's distributed, possibly through all of the classes, incorporating exactly. all the different. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There, a lot of times they'll be working in groups, uh, and they have to solve as a group. Um, so you develop those interpersonal relationship skills that many times um, you don't have a chance to do that in the, in the normal 
classroom atmosphere, but in this class, it really is about the entire process of problem solving. And can you help us understand how the arts and religion are incorporated into this? And, um, I mean, if you're solving a problem, it makes sense that you would use these other disciplines. How does art and religion feel, figure into this from the vantage point of Ron Colley school system? Well, many times just in the topics that are presented to them. Um, you know, you, our teachers, uh, as I said before, um, they really do concentrate on the nurture part, and it forces students to be nurturing to each other as well. It, it forces them to utilize some of those problem-solving skills and be able to work with each other in, in, in a way that uh, reflects uh, those good Christian values. Um, the arts, uh, obviously, there's all kinds of processes with the arts that can be applied to a, a, a stream classroom, it, everything from the designing of uh, some of the items that they design with their 3D uh, printer to uh, sometimes uh, using their computer technology uh, that pulls in the arts as well. Tim, this is great. Um, you know, and, and, and it's so awesome to be able to pull in the religion and the arts, and that's part of the beauty of, of private school. We only have about a minute or so, a minute and a half left, Tim, but what are some of the benefits uh, that, that anybody can have, parents can think about, who maybe are thinking about sending their kids to a private school? Obviously, the, the big benefit is, you know, we are Catholic, and those Catholic values are brought out in our system. Uh, those Christian values, uh, you know, we have both Catholics and non-Catholics, obviously, that, that come into our system, and those Catholic Christian values um, are really instilled in our in our students. Um, it's it's really a family atmosphere. It's it's just something special when you walk into the place. So so that's the big pull. But we also have many activities outside the classroom, whether it be in athletics or fine arts or robotics. Uh, our our academics are excellent, um, and so they're going to get a great education. They're going to get a chance to have that what I call. You know, not that public schools, uh, we, can, we can teach those, the values part much more openly than they can in the public school. Uh, so, so we think it's an excellent opportunity uh, just giving parents another tool to, uh, to raise their kids the right way. You know, you talked a lot of a lot of benefits. I mean, if I was a parent thinking about sending my kid to a, a Catholic school or, or you know, wondering about it, I'd say, wow, there's a lot of benefit and blessing there. But a big question, a big stumbling block for a lot of parents is the cost, you know, that tuition um, that they have to pay. So can you talk about that um, or in ways that you can help people with that question? Sure, sure. First of all, I, sometimes uh, when you first look at the tuition, um, I don't know if you call it sticker shock, but in reality, <laughs> our tuition is very reasonable. Um, w what we're charging here at Ron Colley is about, um, half or even a little less than half of the actual cost of of educating uh, that child. Uh, we're very fortunate. We are a mission of our two parishes, Sacred Heart and St. Mary's here in Aberdeen, and uh, they have treated us as that mission and have been uh, a big help in supporting us financially so that we can keep our tuition reasonable. In addition to that, uh, we do have scholarship opportunities um, uh, for for kids. And so that really has helped out as well. 
that's encouraging and I'm, I'm hopeful, especially for people I think are look, thinking about this and realize that there is that tuition that they're going to have to pay. So is there anything else that we've missed that you want to share with us about, about Roncalli? You know, not at all. It's just that, you know, we've, uh, when I came back from, from the real business world into this particular atmosphere, it's just something that is uh, very special. So I'd encourage anybody who wants to check us out. We have shadowing opportunities. You can just come in for a day, have, have your student go through our system, uh, and, and just see what a wonderful opportunity would be for them. And what's the best way they could schedule that? Can they get online? Can they call? They can, yes, if you want to just call the central office at 226-2100, that's an excellent way of uh, getting a hold of us, area code 605-226-2100, and and we can get you in touch with the right people. And that is a great way to shadow for a day. I, you know, we have many students who do that here on their tours, and and it really gives them a true feeling of what it's like. And and typically when, when you get an opportunity to pray with students, sometimes that, that does the sale on itself. Yes, yeah. and and that's really what we stress here. You know, and that's the thing I've I've been impressed with is, you know, we are an institution, and we do a, um, we really do find the value in prayer. Um, mm-hmm. It's just uh, it's just a great tool. Wonderful. Well, it's been really good visiting with you, Tim. God bless you in your uh, in this uh, new adventure for yourself and for Roncalli Catholic High School. So, thank you very much. God bless. You thank bet. you, Tim. Well, thanks to all of you being with us, too, this morning. We're going to take a break, but stay with us because we have a lot going on this morning. Later this hour, we have Straight Talk where you'll get a chance to ask questions. In the next hour, we'll get to talk with a mom who has been labeled as overprotective. We'll see what she has to say about that. All this coming up in Real Presence Live in just a few moments. Live, engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. This year, your officials are making big decisions that will shape the future of life and dignity in Minnesota. Together, we can make sure Catholic voices count at the Capitol. This is Rachel Herbeck of the Minnesota Catholic Conference. On February 19th, join Minnesota Catholics at the Capitol in St. Paul. Register today for this amazing day of prayer, inspiration, education, and advocacy to hear from speakers including Jim Caviezel from The Passion of the Christ. Get tickets and busing details at catholicsatthecapitol.org. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. It's going to be amazing. We had a great time at this year's Know Your Faith competition. Tune in for a special Encore presentation Sunday at 1 p.m. Central Time with host Father Craig Holkalter and Father Justin Waltz. Then starting Monday, you can listen to the podcast anytime on our app under podcast and special events. The copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. Hi everyone, Steve Sponskowski here, Executive Director for the RPR Network, inviting you on the Real Presence Radio Northern California Mission Pilgrimage, April 4th through 9th, 2019. 
We will visit some of the missions of St. Junipero Serra, the wine country of the Sonoma Valley, and sites of San Francisco. We'll be staying at a beautiful retreat center with easy day trips to the sites. Cost based on double occupancy is $1,936, or if you want to get your own flight, it's $1,358. For more information, please call 877-795-0122. The programs you hear on Real Presence Radio are brought to you in part by Sacred Heart School in East Grand Forks. Your child's full potential is within reach at Sacred Heart School. Sacred Heart School is more than just one thing. When you combine all those things together, you have that holistic education of mind, body, and soul. It's very rare to see a school that has all that we have to offer. Everything is enveloped in faith here, and that forms the whole person. It's my second home almost. You're always looked out for and you're always cared for here. The one thing that sets Sacred Heart apart is we can learn about our faith, practice our faith, and share our faith openly. Curious about Sacred Heart School? Consider attending one of our upcoming admission events or contacting the admission office at yourchildmatters.org. Sacred Heart School, forming mind, body, and soul. Experience the Sacred Heart difference. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now back to the show. Good morning once again from Rapid City. How are you all today? I think in in the whole region, we're maybe in the banana belt here with (laughs) temperatures. Um, Although I don't know what's going going on out out in Wyoming because they're kind of behind all this. So maybe they're having good weather out there as well or better weather. But Certainly east, it's not good yet, um, or it's, it's still very, very cold. So we're grateful to have you with us. My name is Father Mike Malloy, and I'm here with Andy Shaw, um, your Real Presence Live hosts for this, uh, ne- for this next segment and for the next, oh, about hour and a half. So it's good to be with you. How are you today, Andrew? I'm doing well, Father. It's hard to believe it's the final day of January Yeah, already in 2019. And uh, this is the first big cold blast that we've had uh, that's this major across two-thirds of the country really yeah. uh, and scary as reading this morning uh, before we came in for the show a couple of deaths already because yeah. of it and uh, you know those ranchers we have a lot a lot of farmers and ranchers in our listening area and they battle through yes they battle through in these times and, and it, it must be very difficult for them and obviously for the livestock as well because it's just un, unbearably cold so but there's good news that <clears throat> some warmer weather is on the way this will eventually slide off and, and be replaced that's a god's way of balancing things out yes sometimes we have to be a little patient i think sometimes we have to be a lot of patient yeah for sure (laughs) with that but we'll talk more about the weather uh coming up in about 35 minutes um but father a lot of things happening this you know it's national national catholic schools week uh which brings a little bit of attention to to catholic schools throughout the country right um but catholics are and and beliefs are really springing up everywhere across the country for a lot of different reasons. Yes. Um, the thing that's this morning that um, I have to say, honestly, just bothered me a great deal was when I was looking at uh, a news feed and uh, talking about the abortion bills that are that are um, being presented and passed in some of the states in our, our nation. Um, it's, it's disturbing. It, it reminded me, quite honestly, of... My, in my history and stu- in my study of the history of Rome, how people who didn't want children would give birth to them and take them outside the city walls and simply lay them there to, to expose them to, mm-hmm. to death or to be in some other um, fashion. And uh, and it's 
it feels like we're we're headed in that direction. It feels like there's this um, total disregard for life uh, and, unless I decide that a life is worth worth mm-hmm. worth living living so i mean it, it was it was disturbing today it really was uh, and and a lot of times um i can see that it's weighing on you yeah it it just it, i i went to my chapel to pray and i just sat there and i thought what's wrong and i thought that's what's wrong this is it just it hits so heavy and so hard um that um we can be so disrespectful of life, and mm-hmm. uh, and and if it's it's there for for the for those who are in the in the third trimester of their pregnancies, um, then it and it then it it opens a floodgate of in the in the just the total disrespect for life as a whole. So it's it's a it's something we we need obviously need to continue to attend to, and we need to uh, uh, pray um, for God's grace and God's blessing. Um, and then we have to do what we can in terms of our own legislative processes in our own states to really challenge anything that that um, confronts the dignity of human life, whether it's abortion or any other kind of activity that challenges the, the dignity of human personhood. So um, very disturbing this morning. It so, is. And it's, you know, the anniversary yeah. of Roe v. Wade um, recently. Yeah. And, and so it's a, it's, it's a topic, the March for Life. And then of course, what happened with the Covington High School students. Yes. Uh, and, and that, so the, there is light to this. And, and is there, are there some good things too that can come of this because of the awareness? I mean, it's been, it, it comes and goes in waves, I think. Yes. And, you know, I've heard uh, news reports that have said that there, that there's a growing number of people in America who are saying, at least there has needs to be some restriction on abortion mm-hmm. that we can't just whole scale um take life whenever we want to you know um and so there is there's hope and and i you know the march for life is a great um hopeful moment when you see all these all these people out there marching and saying no life is sacred you know life is good um so yes there's always hope and, and I, I and i believe that the lord continues to lead and guide us and um, although he never allow and never per, or causes evil, certainly when when evil exists um, uh, in his providence, he uses that um, for some sort of good. So, so the hope is that that the the stark reality of how far we've come in terms of the acceptance of the uh, of of the taking of human life, that 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 can really spur us by God's grace. He can use that to to encourage us to to continue this fight, to renew the fight, um, and to really speak about this with with strength and conviction. To do our part, and and to not simply sit and say, "There's nothing I can do," but to say, "Well, I can write to my congressmen, to my legislators. I can um, at least reach out and make a difference that way mm-hmm. in terms of my own life, mm-hmm. and, and and hopefully, the the stark reality of some of of these recent events will call us." to a, a deeper conviction and a stronger march for life. Appreciate that. It's it's about 20, almost 27 minutes past the hour. I'm Andy Shaw along with Father Michael Malloy on Real Presence Live. We're so grateful that you're with us on this Thursday morning, the final day of January. And Father, you know, with all of this happening, it's it's impacting a lot of, I know I know the students in my class and I love them when they, they talk and they have their ideas. Um, but this is impacting them and their livelihood. This is the first time something this publish, this broadcast, this awareness is this big in their lives. And they're at the point, some of my older ones, eighth graders are at the point where they can take all this in and have a conversation about it, but yes. they have a lot of questions. They have a lot of questions and, and 
you know, at least my experience of, of being with you in the classroom mm-hmm. too is, is there's there's the reality of that some of the kids have sort of, um, I think, unreflectedly bought into what is the prevailing um, dialogue that's going on. Society you know, that, does that. Yeah, too. yeah, that that unknowingly. You know, and, and and I don't I don't say that to blame the kids Mm-mm. because it happens to us as adults too. Right. Um, you know, we listen and, and kind of um, half attentive, but slowly it begins to break into our our consciousness and begins to um, uh, we begin to say things that are are very contrary to what we believe and what we teach, um, and and it's kind of alarming when you hear a kid mouthing that, and then you realize that there's probably adults mm-hmm. who would. Um, in an unconscious or unreflected sort of way, mouth the same thing. So we really have to be vigilant and attentive. We have to listen to those questions. We have to take them, and we have to really try to process those them as best we can. Right. It's it's a different world now. It's a tough world. Bishop touched on it actually on Monday in his in his homily with yes. the all school system. Is let's not be worldly focused on on issues on um, allowing the evil one really to come in let's be heaven focused right and when you are heaven focused then you can really share that love and 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 do what we are supposed to do and um you know i'm i'm it's it's a tough world yesterday i caught a tail end of um and i and i just forgot her name the lady who's passed trying to pass the bill in virginia um you know and and they were asking her they said in the and i'm paraphrasing uh, a little bit but they said you know so you're saying when when the woman is dilating she still has that option Yes. That choice. And this lady said yes. Yes. And, and it's like, that's a human life. That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's a, uh, it, it, it's. At 40 weeks, at yeah. full term. Those, those comments are frightening. Um, exactly. So, um, you know, it, it's just, we, we just need to, we just need to keep the dialogue going. And sometimes we have to engage the dialogue. We can't sit, sit, sit and wait. Right. Or be, af- or be afraid that someone's going to say something that is, that we're going to say something that's going to be offensive to somebody else. We have to be willing to enter into the dialogue. We have to be, you know, have a, have a very straight and serious conversations about these kinds of topics um, because otherwise um, we're, we're going to, it's going to wash over us and we're not going to, we're going to lose sight. So and continue that prayer. That prayer is so important. And the prayer is extremely and important. So, so a yeah. lot is happening all across the country. A lot might be on your mind. Yes. It, it, We're excited to bring you uh, that noise you heard. It's, it's time for Straight Talk. It's Straight Talk with Father Michael Malloy, and it's your opportunity to share your questions and comments on topics relating to our faith or relating on things happening in the world around us. Uh, so please, if you have an opportunity, if you feel like you need to talk, call us, 877-795-0122, 877-795-0122. It's Straight Talk time with Father Michael Malloy. Uh, we'd love to hear from you because there is, as we were just talking about, there's a lot going on in the world. And, and there may be things, we've had awesome, beautiful questions in the past. Why yes, do we do yeah. this? Why do Catholics do this? Um, we can't stand firm until we have as much information as possible. Exactly. And so, and so we have to be willing to ask the questions and uh, seek for the answers uh, to those. And um, and uh, one of our former bishops uh, was very, impo- it was very important for him to challenge us always to dialogue. 
-hmm. Enter into the dialogue. Don't be afraid to ask the questions. Don't be afraid to seek the truth. Um, listen and listen even to people that maybe you don't agree with um, and so that so that together we can come to that truth. We can come to the truth of who Jesus is, the truth of his church um, that he that he founded for us. And so it's it's extremely important that we're willing to enter into that dialogue. So um, give us a call. Seven seven nine five zero one two two to uh, ask your questions on this segment of Straight Talk. And there, there's so much happening right now, and, and and possibly one of the reasons it's happening is because of the awareness. We need to we need to be aware and, and stand firm, like you said, Father. I loved how you said that. Um, and sometimes it takes something like this to pop up in the news, and then and then really get thrown out there, go viral. Uh, the kids are teaching me a lot of new terminology so uh, uh, so it's the haps uh, or whatever they teach me in class but it's important to um to know as much as we can to also never have a question unanswered at least try for an answer a lot of times we go through life and we just wonder and we never get anywhere because of that we can't put closure on something yep. or we can't evolve and, and and go more with what we're feeling at the time right and and, and so it's important to, to step out um 877-795-0122 we'd encourage you to give us a call so that we can uh, start the dialogue in this seg segment of straight talk you know whether it's about uh you know this this massive cold snap that's happening across two-thirds of our country and affecting i looked at one map and it was neat they kind of overlaid the population and about 200 to 215 million people impacted across our country yes uh, by this cold snap so what is the church doing there um you know are we helping out there and, and that's where i worry about you know the homeless at this time and, and our responsibility our works of mercy to take care of those uh clothe them or find them shelter find yes feed them um you know a lot is happening so what can we do to truly make the world a better place yeah that's i think that trying to do uh, you know one of the topics that's very much in the news right now is this is um, our president's desire to build this wall um, to bring uh, protection in his estimation mm -hmm. I should say to bring protection to our borders um, does the church have a stance on that you know you know I, I think the church because we are a, a church of pro-life and pro-life doesn't just doesn't just focus on abortion abortion is right. where it begins and that's important but we really believe in the dignity of all of life Young and, and old, young and old as well, and 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 so you know, I, I I think it's important when you begin to wrestle with issues like should we or should we not build a wall, we have to first look at what what the church teaches about the dignity of human life and the importance of solidarity, and and it's if these are not easy questions, to, there's not a sort of a pat answer, um, you know, but the church would always come back and say, you know, every person that stands in either side of the border of any country is a person who's entitled to dignity and respect because of their the fact that they're persons. Um you know and, and the church also says that we have to, we we have laws in place that are that are designed us to protect our society to protect our way of life but those laws also have to be just and those laws also have to you know take into consideration the dignity of the person. And so you know to 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 talk about um the the creation of isn't it isn't an easy yes or no in terms of the church's response there's a lot of factors that have to be brought together to look at it and again that's why it's important um to continue um the dialogue um they that um for understanding mm -hmm. of the truth and, and, a, and a stronger willingness to live it so if if the wall or uh the abortion uh 
mainstream, what's happening right now across the country, um, even President Trump now talking about integrating uh, elective courses about the Bible, teaching the Bible that mm, came out this yeah. morning. Uh, if any of that is on your mind, do please give us a call. It's Straight Talk Time. The number is 877-795-0122, Call in, or you can go on Facebook and, and send your question in on Facebook. We will answer that as well. Uh, this is a great time to whatever is, is weighing on your heart, uh, on your mind, on your spirit, uh, please do get Let's get that out there. Father Michael Malloy uh, providing his answers, and um, and we can just dialogue, like you said, Father. That's so yeah. important. Let's just let's talk. So again, the yeah. number eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. You mentioned just a minute ago that the, something that just you just heard that President Trump is encouraging um, Bible studies in the public school systems mm-hmm. as as an elective. Um, is there more to that that you heard, or I don't know. No, and it was just it was just before I headed out this morning to come here for the show. Um, but it caught my eye. Yes, uh, of obviously. course. Yeah, big headlines. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens, how the media covers that today. Um, but it, they talked about offering it as an elective to. Um, there's a the little bit I read said there's a lot of history in the Bible that needs to be out there. It shouldn't be taken away. And this comes the day after. Uh, Speaker Pelosi had said they're going to take out uh, the oath uh, in their oath, taken out, thanks be to God, or, or the part about God in their oath um, on the national public level. Um, so they're, they're, it's too bad it's, it's so political because truly we are just one. We are brothers and sisters. Yes. Right? Um, and, and now one side's trying to take out God as much as possible. Um, and, and I would think that I would love to ask the question to those who say that in your final minutes here on your heavenly earth or on your earth, you know, before you hopefully become a saint and get to heaven, I would like to ask who are you going to talk to at the last minute before it's your time to expire? Yes. Because I believe percent I'm going to talk to God. Yes. So why are they trying to remove God now? Well, and I I think that's true. Um, I love the expression that my father taught me this years ago, that there's no atheists in foxholes, you know, (laughs) from his experience in the war. Um, Yeah, there's, uh, there there are the moments in life when we um, come to that, where we have to ask those really deep questions. And Um, and reflect. um, Yeah, and the the questions are, um, you know, is there a God and be with him? Uh, th- those are very important. And so. I think many people have 877-795-0122 is the number. Uh, 877-795-0122. You know, that is an important question, um, you know, that I, I truly believe, I, just my gut, my my opinion right here only, but uh, that, that people do have that question that, is there God and, and God, if there is you, will I be going to heaven? Because the alternative, alternative does not sound like fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I would agree. Um, we had a we had a call I thought from Ben on Facebook, but I I I, I did. Oh, I'm that's too bad. We lost him. Doggone Ben! If if we lost you, if if you're out there listening, please send the the message back. And it's something to do with um, something you said earlier about um, uh, the fall of Rome and America. And it would have been a very interesting question mm-hmm. to it was. So Ben, if you if we. Uh, Lost you, please uh, send that note back to us. 877-795-0122. A lot happening in our world today. Um, you know, and I keep going back, Father, to, to many of our shows throughout the last 18 months. And, and there always is a little bit of a theme that says we just need to slow down. We need to get back to um, prioritizing everything that, uh, 
that that's truly important in our lives and get rid of the worldly um, worldly issues out there. So yeah. Ben Ben from Bismarck called in, he's not on the phone now, but his question, Father, uh, the fall of Rome, is America going down the same road? So I think it's important to, let's, let's briefly talk about that fall of Rome, and then is America going down the same road? Well, and I, I would never um, claim to be any kind of great historian about, about Rome, but I have done a fair amount of reading and studying of it. And, and, uh, and been there. And been there many, many times. Um, yes, when you read about the about the the decline of the Roman Empire, it was certainly was caught it was caught up in in a, a, a gross sense of materialism and title uh, entitlement. Um, there was a a strong um, uh, th- there was a, a great um, they had created a system and a society in which people um, had to be fed and entertained. You know, they said that the people said that toward the end of the Roman Empire, the, the emperor's primary job was to provide food by way of, of handouts or benefits and also um, entertainment for the masses of Rome. And, um, and, and there certainly was a, a, a noted and a marked moral decline um, in, in, the, in the history of Rome. And so to answer Ben's question, is America heading down the same road? ways we are in many ways um you know we have taken on those those values um that really contributed to the decline of the of the roman empire and there's a a genuine fear Mm -hmm. that um, those kind of things are happening in america right now yesterday's gospel reading this just popped up when ben sent this question you know and it talked about four one through 20 I, I, i think it was yeah yeah um but it talked about the thorns Right, the thorns. So the seeds, sowing the seeds, and and then the the seed goes down, but it 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 starts to it gets tossed in between the thorns, and the thorns being the lure of riches. Yes, the uh, everything you just talked about that happened in Rome with materialism, yeah. uh, with the elitist attitude. We're yeah. better than this. We know better. Relativism today. Yeah. Um, yesterday's gospel explained what's going on in our world now. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a, good, a, a good analogy. The other thing about that gospel is very interesting, is, and it's something I think we have to keep focused on as, as we weather the storm of what it is that we're dealing with in terms of our culture, is to hear Jesus say, but some seed fell on good soil. Um, and uh, and uh, mm-hmm. produced a huge and rich harvest, and so it's. Uh, I think we have to pay attention to that too. That God is not done yet, and He certainly is present and active in our world, even in the midst of some of the seed falling on on bad soil. Right, and so. it's a mindset to look for that good seed. Ben Ben is with us now. Ben, we're glad you're back on the phone. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, you guys are doing a great Thank job. You. I didn't know if my uh, my question got through or not. That's what yeah. we wanted to ask. Yeah. Did you hear what we had to say? Yes, I did. Yeah, and that, that was uh, uh, kind of spot on and, and, and great with the gospel. So I guess I have a follow-up question then since, I, since I'm through. Um, uh, what, okay. what do we do? You, you were mentioning, you know, not to get so worked up about those kind of fears, uh, but they're very real, and so not to kind of play on what the devil wants us to, to be afraid of. Um, so how do we live that, that Christian spirit? I'm I'm sure G.K. Chesterton wrote something about it in one of his books, but <laughs> yeah, probably. You know, Ben, when I hear that, it's like um, perfect love casts out all fear, is what it says. In, I believe in John's Gospel, and you know, mm-hmm. and, and I think it's easy for us to collapse into that. I think it's easy for us to engage in complaint 
and and to express that worry and that fear and then to sort of want to pull and I, I use the word hunker down and sort of say I have to build my fortress to protect myself. And, and I think it, there's a legitimacy to providing the opportunities for ourselves to be um, schooled and to be able to live our faith. I mean, so I think it's important to, in terms of parents with their their families and in, in the school systems, Catholic school systems and those kind of things. But I also think it's important for us to say, you know, the Lord is still with us. He's still leading and guiding us. And we're, it's important for us to, to really not let the fear overcome us, but rather to stand up boldly and say, this is what I believe. This is what I cherish. This is what I think is right. And, and to be willing to enter into the dialogues, difficult as they might be, um, in terms of uh, fronting the reality. D- don't run away from it because our, our, con- our deep conviction is God is with us. Our deep conviction mm-hmm. is that the Lord um, it walks beside us and that we can, and that his church um, cannot be undone and ultimately he will be victorious. I think that's what we have to hang on to. So I hope that helps, Ben. Ben, thank you so yeah. much uh, for making yeah. time for us and bringing, bringing that topic up as a great discussion point. Yeah, we have a, on Thank the you. phone. Thanks, Ben. The number eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two eight seven 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 nine five zero one two 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 zero one two two. It's straight talk time with Father Michael Malloy and great questions. A lot happening right now. Uh, we're going to go to North Dakota now. We're coming to you live from Rapid City, South Dakota, but we're going to head up north uh, to North Dakota. Karen joins us now. Good morning, Karen. Good morning. Thank you for Are being you with us today. Warm? And, Thank you. We we are we're, we're broadcasting inside today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Normally they make yeah. us go outside, but today they said we could be inside. So I haven't uh, been outside been... for three days. So <laughs> yeah, God yeah. bless you. Stay put. Yeah, take care of yourself. We we've yeah. talked a lot this morning about about the hot topics, kind of around the nation, and and, a, and abortion is one of them. And Karen, you have a little question about what happened in New York, I believe. Well, since that our our. Son and daughter-in-law just had twin baby girls on um, January second, and they're beautiful. She had a C-section, <laughs> but I can't get this vision out of my mind of of the C-section and then somebody destroying those babies. And I was wondering if if you had a scripture verse or something I could kind of meditate on. It's just, it's just been terrible. I can't believe people can do this. Yeah, that's a really good question, Karen. And I, I, I unfortunately, I don't have anything at the tip of my fingers in terms of uh, scripture. I, you know, I think what we said a while ago that, you know, Jesus said in, in John's gospel, that perfect love casts out all fear. Because what I hear in your, in your voice, the, uh, of, of, just the horror of thinking about this and you know and i think it's important for us in that moment to to not focus of what you know those images paint in our mind but to say lord um you know i i trust in your love i i trust in your presence with you a prayer that i often say um is you know jesus i believe you're with me now in this moment and Jesus I believe that you died on the cross to free me from my sins and so in your name I I attach myself to you I join the suffering of the cross um, and I keep my eyes focused on you 
um, with, with confidence and trust that that love and mercy is going to be visited upon us. I, I think that's important for us to do in the, in the face of of the horrors of some of the some of the things that we're um, seeing, as you as you mentioned. So I don't know if that helps. I, I don't have a, a scripture passage in my head except for that one. So that asking uh-huh. me to share with you. Yeah, I think you're right. And Father, it popped yeah. in my head too. Uh, right as soon as Karen said that, is is perfect love casts out all fears, and and love never fails. Love never fails, and Karen image i can feel it and see it in your head that you talked about um and so just keep praying i will and thank you so much thank you you bet thank you Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two is the number for straight talk now and 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 father as we've had the blessing to have you in the my classroom here yes. at St. Thomas More at the middle school where I am now, and um, and the students love you. And and this morning they are actually tasked. Uh, I asked them to be tasked. Julian's covering for me right now. Okay. And I asked them to listen in and then write down a few points. But they just sent a question in. Uh, mm. I I don't feel it'd be right if I answer it. So, well, give us the question. The question is: How can our nation stay heaven focused with all that is going on? Um, they're actually on the phone. Allie and Hudson on the phone. Hello, Hello there. Hi, good to have you here with us. So yeah. it's a wonderful question. <laughs> it's a wonderful question, Allie Hudson, to ask. How do we stay heaven focused? And the beauty of the Catholic faith is that we have a lot of tools that we can use. You know, and and the first one that's always available to us is prayer. And heaven focused means we keep our eyes and our our eyes, our hearts, our minds focused on the Lord. And so the first thing we I would say in terms of how do we as a nation stay heaven focused is to pray. Now the nation means you and I. It means all of us. It means all the people. So what you can do, what I can do, is is first of all to pray. To pray and ask God's blessing, God's grace on us. But more importantly, just to focus on Jesus. And I think specifically the church says to us, focus on Jesus in his suffering and death. Because when we when we when we join ourselves to the suffering and death of Jesus, then we have the promise of resurrection and new life. And so, in your prayer to to look at a crucifix, to think about the Lord, to think about the suffering He went through, to think about how um, lots of people in, in are suffering because of the choices of, of other people are making, and to keep our hearts and minds focused on that with that belief and that trust in the, in the, in the promise of, of eternal life. So I think that's the first thing. I think secondly, a very important thing to do is when you go to church, when you go to celebrate Mass, because that's another opportunity for us to focus on, on Jesus' suffering, I think it's important to, to ask him to bring the, the, the pain and the hurt, the discomfort or the frustration that you experience about what's going on in the world, to bring that to Mass and to say, Lord, these are the, these are, this is what I offer you today. This is how I'm going to join my suffering to yours. And, and, and then in, this, in the context of the celebration of the Mass, we receive Jesus in the Eucharist. And that gives us strength and, and that renewed conviction that he's with us and that he will lead and guide us. And another thing I think is important to do, how do we stay heaven-focused? It's reading the scriptures. Yeah. You know, go to bed at night, get ready to go to sleep, take a few moments to read one of the stories from the Bible, and think about Jesus and about what he came to offer us and to give to us, and then a simple prayer of asking him to help you to stay focused on him and focused on 
on living his life in a way that he wants us to. Those are three very practical, good ideas that can be done quite easily. So I hope that helps you guys. Yes, thank you so much. Yes, thank you. You, you yes, bet. You good to have you with me. us. You take care. Yes. That would be day. awesome for the sub. Thank you. All right. <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye. Thank you, Father. Yeah. Um, you know, I, <laughs> we're not supposed to have phones in school, but I, I'm glad they allowed for that. <laughs> I'm glad they allowed for that because I do think there is, uh, when you're phoning uh, to, to figure out how to be heaven-focused. Yeah. And what, they, they mean it. What a gift. Yeah. The, the, you know, young people. Um, but, but you know what? I want to go back to the, 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 the gospel passage that we, you and I both talked mm-hmm. about, about you know, the sowing of the seeds. Mark um, chapter 4. Yeah, Mark chapter 4, verses 1 through 20. And, and Jesus' comment that some of the seed fell, falls on good soil. Mm-hmm. And what we have to look at, we have to look at and say, in the midst of all, of all of the other seed that apparently is not falling on good soil, some is. And, and we have to, we have to d- very deliberately and very intentionally look for that good seed mm-hmm. and rejoice when we find that good seed. And, and, have, and, and a, a, a big piece of this is faith. I, f- I have trust that the Lord Jesus continues to walk with us, and I and I have confidence in His presence with us, and I have confidence that when He says there's going to be a harvest, there's going to be a harvest, and it's going to be a rich and plentiful harvest. We have to keep our hearts and our minds focused on that, otherwise we sort of collapse into the grief of of the reality of what we're dealing with, and lose all all sight of the possibility of the goodness that God offers. And the evil one is crafty. In its ways of of keeping us from looking for the good and all. Oh yes, uh, it, it, absolutely. Because you know, yeah, that's absolutely right. Because the evil one's desire is to divide, the evil one's desire is to separate us. And if I get focused on what's wrong and what's horrible and what's awful, mm-hmm. then I'm 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 slowly separating myself from the Lord. And less accountable, right, for our own actions. Yes, and and I and, and I get into the whole notion of blaming, you know, mm-hmm. and you know the truth Scapegoat. is I. I can't do anything about abortion bills that are passed in New York uh, State, but what I can do is I I can make sure that every single day, every person I meet, I treat with dignity and respect. I can make sure that any baby in my presence is loved and cherished. You know, I can make sure that when I meet people who are struggling in life in any way, that I can offer them a smile and and, and a kindness um, that 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 allows the Lord through me to touch them and reach them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I think there's That's lots of things that we That's can true. do. Yeah. And we need to focus on the, on those things. Um, we have a question in on Facebook. Carol writes to us, should South Dakota boycott the Macy's Thanksgiving day parade? We do have a float in that parade. We have the Mount Rushmore float, uh, that goes in that, that big parade on Thanksgiving morning, uh, before all the turkey is cooked and before all the football games happen, should South Dakota boycott the parade in New York? That parade is in New York. You know, Carol, that's an interesting question that you raise. I happen to have been in New York attending a conference when that bill was passed. That's right. And it was very interesting because as I walked down the streets, I thought to myself, um, you know, I don't come to New York very often. Um, <laughs> and when I come, I don't have a lot of money, but I do have some money. And I do, I have come. And I thought to myself, I'm not going to come back. I'm not going to come back. It's 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 a it's a sort of a a way of sort of 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 at least saying that I have principles and values, and if the leaders of this particular state are promoting abortion in such a strident way, then um, 
maybe it's time for me. This is something I can do. Mm-hmm. It isn't going to make a huge impact. It's not like my not being in New York is going to suddenly cause you know the town to shut down. But at least I can say I won't support an economy and and a legislative body that um, pr- that. Um, favors this kind of action. So to answer your question, I think it's something that maybe should be discussed. Maybe that's a question that we propose to whoever, I don't know who in South Dakota organizes or lines up participation in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, but maybe it's a a letter we send to our governor that says, really, in light of this, and because we are a pro-life state and we do believe in the sanctity of life, maybe this is the time for us to say no we're not going to participate in this parade that's mm-hmm. happening in this city, in this state, where their legislative leaders have taken such a strident mm-hmm. stand. Um, so, I, Carol, you might be right, um, I, and, I, and I would certainly would support that kind of boycott. You know, Father, what I I agree to, and and yeah, send Governor Noam a message and and say. You know what? What do we do here? What should bring the dialogue? It's again, it's dialogue. Yeah. Is this a possibility? Right. Is there something? Who organizes this? Who could we write to? You know, uh, at least you, we make attempt to say, I would like to voice my concern mm-hmm. about this legislation, and is this a way to do that? The other part I really like that you mentioned is you said, you know, how can I? I won't go to New York. I won't. I have money. I can spend it, um, and I'm not going to give it to that economy. That is the way. Isn't that the way, I'll pose it like this, isn't that the way standing up for what you believe uh, is a good way to do it rather than standing outside somebody's window throwing rocks and, and picketing and, and, and without a true purpose? You're making an impact there. And I think that's where our world is also divided. That's where the evil one has also come in. You know, people go complain or picket and do things without a purpose and just to raise chaos. Actually with a purpose saying, this is my belief, but you're not impacting and, and hurting someone physically. Right, and, and, and I agree. And I think there's a time and a place. Obviously, the March for Life is a kind sure. of, a, of, a, of a show of support. But again, I think the important thing is I'm doing this in a way that, that is loving. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I'm mm-hmm. not blaming, a, a, being critical, angry. I'm simply saying this is something that I can do. I can go march in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. and I can, as one person in the midst of that throng of people, I can say I believe in the sanctity of life. Mm-hmm. I can, you know, no, I'm, I'm not going to take a vacation in New York. I'd love to. Lots of fun things to yeah, do exactly. in New York. I'm not going to go because I, because I want, at least I want to be true to myself, and this is an opportunity for me to say uh, this is not right. So, um, yes, I, I think. I, I think, like that with love and, and, and with a positive and with a positive tone, too, a non hurtful tone right you know i think about i'm not going to go to new york well i I, that's in a certain sense that's hurting the economy of all those people and maybe all those people who work in businesses in new york don't agree with their legislature right but then but then they need to 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 raise the legitimate protest um through their process there to voice that concern so if i can bring some then i'd be happy to do that i mean I'm, i'm willing to take that stand but I, I just think we have to continue to reach out, continue to, to fight the good fight and, right. and to not give up and collapse in fear and um, anger. So so that I guess that would be kind of the way I would, I like would that. hope yeah, the, that we could. The almighty dollar tends to talk over a lot of things, but the almighty father is, is the greatest of all. So yep. you proclaim his life, his words, and, and spread the gospel, spread the good news. That will overtake anything. Yep. We just all have to be on the same page and, and together on that. So, yep. Father, thank you so much for your you time here on Straight Talk. Uh, it's, it's, I love that segment, and I love hearing from people uh, and getting that dialogue going. We sure appreciate it.
Okay, we're first hour. First hour is coming Already? to an end. Yeah, what? it comes pretty fast. Um, we're heading into a break. We have a jam-packed second hour for you planned, including building knowledge and faith tour. Uh, the tour, uh, excuse me, a tour around uh, the listening area to see what's going on, and an interesting segment about Fridays. What's going on on Friday? Um, we should listen for that. So please stay with us. <laughs> 